This is entitled, Why COVID is So Hard to Understand. You can't just make this stuff up, part two, further into the weeds. This is a read of an article published on December 12th, 2021 in off-guardian.org entitled, RFK Jr.'s Heroic Resistance to the CIA's Continuing COVID Coup d'etat. The author is Edward Curtin. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a great man, and I capitalized great man because it's deserved. And I've been following him around virtually, like fans followed the Grateful Dead. I read it into this podcast after slightly abridging it. This material is not easy to swallow whole if you have no prior exposure to it, but there are exhaustive references in Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s latest book. I also recommend Peter and Ginger Bregan's book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. These are each on sale for only $3 on Kindle. Mr. Curtin begins. With his extraordinary new book, The Real Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health, RFK Jr. has made it clear that he will not allow Orwell's 1984 totalitarian boot to stamp on his face. He has rare moral courage, and he is asking us to join him before it is too late and we enter into a new dark age. He is asking us to recognize and resist the evil forces intent on destroying democracy around the world. He doesn't pull punches when he accuses the political, intelligence, media, money, medical, corporate, pharmaceutical conspirators of executing, quote, the controlled demolition of American constitutional democracy. Kennedy is a brilliant and highly accomplished lawyer, writer, and speaker. His choice of the words, controlled demolition, is precise and intentional. For anyone who doubts that the COVID-19 crisis is an intelligence-run operation controlled by spooks working with medical technocrats like Anthony Fauci, billionaires such as Bill Gates, the military, media, Big Pharma, the World Economic Forum, etc., a close reading of this book with its 2,194 references will make it all clear. The CIA has long been deeply involved with vaccines, viruses, drugs, weaponizing cancer, biological weapons, and of course, massive mind control operations. In plain English, deadly propaganda for use in controlling U.S. Americans and foreigners alike. As Kennedy writes in his ironically understated way, quote, the pervasive CIA involvement in the global vaccine coup should give us pause. Yes, a long pause. He continues, There's nothing in the CIA's history, in its charter, in its composition, or in its institutional culture that betrays an interest in promoting either public health or democracy. The CIA's historical preoccupations have been power and control. The CIA has been involved in at least 72 attempted and successful coup d'etats between 1947 and 1989 involving about a third of the world's governments. Many of these were functioning democracies. The CIA does not do public health. It does not do democracy. The CIA does coup d'etat, just as it does Kennedy assassinations.
Character assassination of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is what the CIA and its media mouthpieces have been doing for years. This has been more and more blatant as they have realized the great growing danger he poses to their agenda. Calling him an anti-vaxxer, conspiracy theorist, and names far worse is part of a concerted smear campaign to turn the public away from his message, which is multifaceted and supported by deep research and impeccable logic. Like his father and uncle, he has become an irrepressibly eloquent opponent of demonic forces intent on destroying the democratic dream. With his book, The Real Anthony Fauci, he has penned his indictment of these forces to the world's wall for all to read. This new book is not being reviewed by the corporate mainstream media, not even negatively, for fear of promoting it. Likewise, the last book Kennedy wrote, American Values, Lessons I Learned from My Family, was also ignored. In it, he indicted the CIA in a carefully crafted and fully factual way for a vast array of crimes. He spelled out the long war between the Kennedys and the CIA that resulted in the deaths of his father, Senator Robert F. Kennedy, and his uncle, President John Kennedy. He threw a gauntlet down while telling an entertaining and touching family saga, which included a critique of his youthful transgressions. But the nation's spooks smelled danger in both tales, and they are now more acutely aware that they must censor him. His message is finding an expanding audience of people sick of government lies and hungry for the truth. More and more people are willing to follow this brave man and learn about the darkness of our history and the ongoing coup d'etat underway at home and abroad. They smell the demonic forces behind the COVID-19 campaign. Fauci stands at the center of Kennedy's new book, and deservedly so for his evil machinations over so many decades. But he is only an obedient, albeit powerful, underling who is profiting from a systemic structure of evil. Yet while this is true, to read Kennedy's chapters on Fauci's commanding role in the HIV-AIDS fraud, the AZT shakedown, the illegal and fatal experiments on children, etc., make anyone's blood boil. Such actions must spring from a source far deeper than thirst for money. Something fiendish and sinister is at work in all the suffering and death Fauci has caused. In many ways, it foreshadowed the COVID-19 propaganda and the complicity of the mass media in fronting for Fauci and his allies. Kennedy exhaustively describes Fauci's work as a drug dealer for Big Pharma. His job at NIAID is to protect and improve people's health, but these have both dramatically deteriorated during his tenure. Parenthetically, the CIA, quote, manages the so-called war on drugs in a similar manner. Thus, we have a war of drugs and a, quote, war on drugs working in tandem in a scheme to drug as many people as possible. Here are a few details. Fauci has an annual $6 billion budget, most of which goes towards the research and development of new drugs. He is the highest paid federal employee, more than the president, with an annual salary of $417,608. 
He controls 57% of global biomedical medical funding directly and indirectly via the NIH, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the Wellcome Trust, and therefore controls the scientists looking for research money. He has for decades overseen the regulatory capture of government health agencies by Big Pharma. The CDC spends $4.9 billion of its $12 billion budget buying and distributing vaccines, the very ones that Fauci has been pushing. It now owns 57 vaccine patents. Fauci and other officials receive yearly payments of up to $150,000 in royalties each on products they help to develop and push through the approval process. Fauci has for many years promoted false pandemics to promote novel vaccines, drugs, and pharmaceutical company profits. 45% of the FDA's budget comes from the pharmaceutical industry through what are euphemistically called, quote, user fees, which are incurred during the patent process. Fauci has a, quote, strange fascination with and has invested in, quote, gain-of-function experiments to engineer superbugs, which is part of a long CIA history of weaponizing viruses. I had to enter a different mental space to begin to comprehend such evil, and even then I was struck dumb by its extent and the media's complicity in covering it up for so long. When I use the word evil, I'm not using that word loosely but precisely. Fauci is a product of a structural system of evil. He is a sophisticated, Jesuit-educated New Yorker brought to political consciousness within a system that amply rewards obedience to authority. He's a graduate of the same Jesuit high school I attended, the elite Regis High School in New York City, and then the Jesuit College of Holy Cross, and is considered by many of my classmates to be a national hero bordering on a saint. Such schooling made me well aware of how the system gobbles up its youth and promises, with promises of wealth and prestige if they yoke their intelligences to the rules of the game. They become what Kenneth Rexroth called, quote, hyenas with polished faces in the offices of billion-dollar corporations devoted to, quote, service. That a person with this socialization is presented as being a, quote, man for others within the Jesuit tradition of mind control doubles his effectiveness in the current confidence game. Many decent young people now believe these lies. Some of these can deceive themselves into thinking that they are serving a just cause. Others need play no game, for they are natural criminals. Robert Kennedy has exposed them. Fauci and Gates have massive connections in the U.S. intelligence and defense industries. Read the concluding chapter 12 of The Real Anthony Fauci for more. There are 298 references for this chapter alone. Kennedy writes, quote, After 20 years, since the insider anthrax attack following September 11, 2001, See Graham McQueen's The 2001 Anthrax Dissection, 
of modeling exercises, the CIA, working with medical technologists like Anthony Fauci and billionaire internet tycoons, had pulled off the ultimate coup d'etat some 250 years after America's historic revolt against entrenched oligarchy and authoritarian's rule, the American experiment with self-government was over. The oligarchy was restored, and these gentlemen and their spy masters had equipped the rising technocracy with new tools of control unimaginable to King George or any other tyrant. But the fight is far from over, and these planners must contend with a rising tide of opposition for their, quote, great reset and transhuman world. When countries throughout the world act in a synchronized way by locking down their populations and repeating the same messages on cue, these events are centrally coordinated. The entire COVID-19 propaganda campaign, culminating with its push to enforce multiple vaccines that are not vaccines and are based on fraudulent PCR tests, has been long in preparation, and the intelligence agency's fingerprints are all over the planning. War game scenarios, weaponized vaccines, the CIA, the NIH, Gates, Fauci, the NIAID, DARPA, Wired Magazine, the financial elites, and their power centers, such as World Economic Forum, etc., are all involved in a conspiracy to impose a rigid global tyranny over regular people for the benefit of the world's super-rich. Since Fauci's coordinated lockdowns early in 2020, there has been a $3.8 trillion shift in wealth to the super-rich, creating 500 new billionaires while the middle class was pulverized. Small businesses were destroyed, and Fauci and his robber baron, pharmaceutical, and other corporate partners were enriched, causing vast suffering and death all around the world. None of this is accidental in Kennedy documents at all. He writes, quote, Dark winter, Atlantic storm, and global mercury were only three of over a dozen germ games staged by mil military, medical, and intelligence planners leading up to COVID-19. Each of these Kafkaesque exercises became uncanny predictors of a dystopian age that pandemic planners dubbed the, quote, new normal. Their consistent feature is an affinity among their simulator designers for militarizing medicine and introducing centralized autocratic governance. Each rehearsal ends with the same grim punchline. The global pandemic is an excuse to justify the imposition of tyranny and coerced vaccination. The repetition of these exercises suggests that they served as a kind of rehearsal or training drill for an underlining underlying agenda to coordinate the global dismantlement of dem democratic governance. Virtually all of the scenario planning for the pandemics employ technical ass assumptions and strategies familiar to anyone who has read the CIA's notorious psychological, wealth, psychological warfare manuals for shattering indigenous societies, obliterating traditional economics and social bonds, for using imposed isolation and the demolition of traditional economies to crush resistance, foster chaos, demoralize dependence and fear, and for imposing centralized and autocratic governance. U.S. and foreign 
intelligence agencies have dominated the COVID-19 military project from the start. The CIA and Fauci are central to the official, quote, conspiracy theory, accurately called fact, including Operation Warp Speed under Trump. Trump simply carried on the work of his predecessors, including Obama, but acted as if he was opposed to it. It's always been a bipartisan program because the CIA runs both parties. The German theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer's 1939 commentary could have been written today. He had returned from America to oppose Hitler, and he wrote this in his German prison cell before he was executed. Quote, Against stupidity we have no defense. Neither protests nor force can touch it. Reasoning is of, is of no use. Facts that contradict personal prejudices can simply be disbelieved. Indeed, the fool can counter by criticizing them as if they're undeniable. And if they are undeniable, they can just be pushed aside as trivial exceptions. So the fool, as distinct from the scoundrel, is completely self-satisfied. In fact, they can easily become dangerous, as it does not take much to make them aggressive. For that reason, greater caution is called for than with a malicious one. Never again will we try to persuade the stupid person with reasons, for it is simple, senseless, and dangerous. By stupidity did not mean that such people lacked intellectual ability, for they are often very smart, but that they had fallen under the spell of public power and lost all independence of mind. Continuing, he is under a spell blinded, misused, and abused in his very being. Having thus become a mindless tool, the stupid person will also be capable of any evil and at the same time incapable of seeing that it is evil. Robert Francis Kennedy Jr. is still trying to reach these people, which is a heroic task. Kennedy is named for St. Francis, to which he is devoted. St. Francis taught him and us that courage and sacrifice are what God asks of us all. One of his father's favorite quotes defines the son as well. It is from Edith Hamilton, the author of The Greek Way. She wrote, quote, Men are not made for safe havens. The fullness of life is in the hazards of life. To the heroic, desperate odds fling a challenge. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has stepped up to the challenge. He is brave and brilliant, and we are blessed to have his witness. So the author's website, Edward Curtin, is edwardcurtin.com, E-D-W-A-R-D-C-U-R-T-I-N.com, and his new book is Seeking Truth in a Country of Lies. The website this was published on, Off Guardian, was launched in February 2015 and takes its name from the fact that its founders had all been censored on and or banned from the Guardian newspaper's, quote, comment is free sections. Their editors and admins are based in the U.S., U.K., and Europe. Unlike The Guardian, they are not funded by Bill and Melinda Gates or any other NGO or government. 